Hi everyone, it's Elaine Hamilton from the Reiki Center. And today's discussion, we're going to talk about emotions, um, particularly around this idea of dropping in and feeling the emotions. Um, when I say this to people, they can sometimes get a little, they, they can misunderstand what I'm saying. And so uh, I thought it would be quite a good chat really to talk about the distinction between what I'm talking about when I refer to this idea of really becoming more um, intimate or more familiar with your emotional landscape. Um, and the reason I say this is because for most of us, we've been very well trained to run towards the emotions we like, happiness, joy, bliss, excitement, um, anticipation, these kinds of things. And we tend to avoid, uh, ignore, distract ourselves from those emotions that we feel are uncomfortable. So uh, sadness, fear, anger, these kinds of things. And to the point that when I suggest to people that maybe they they could meditate or be more mindful of these negative, so-called negative emotions. See, there we go. We even label them, right? So we have positive and negative emotions and those negative emotions must be bad because they're negative. Um, but really what we're trying to do is we're trying to create wholeness and balance in in our lives. And that means including everything. There is in our life going to be times whereby um, we we do feel these emotions that are more uncomfortable for us. Um, but the more we become familiar with them, the less uncomfortable they get. And so then we don't have to distract, we don't have to deflect, we don't have to run away from any of these emotions. And oftentimes, actually, the anxiety is the fear of feeling the emotion in the first place. It's not actually the emotion itself. It's the fear of feeling like that. And that's what we tend to do when we start to become very avoidant. We don't want to feel that emotion. So therefore, we avoid situations that might put us into that place where we do feel it. So there's lots and lots of reasons why it's really uh, useful to become more familiar with the emotions that, that we would tend to move away from. Now, that is not saying for a moment that you put yourself into situations uh, to, to make more of that emotion. Like, don't go and put yourself into situations that you know is going to create a lot of discomfort in your system, um, because that's not what I'm talking about either. Just the way life shows up for you, you're going to have a range of different emotions that come up during the day. Some of them are going to be pleasant. Some of them you're going to prefer not to have. And either way, that is just the way life is. You're not going to get to a point in life whereby you only experience the ones that you want, because that's just not how life works. And so the, the possibility of being open to whatever comes your way is really what we are talking about when we talk about being in flow. And this is another kind of mythology that we like to, to put out there for ourselves and fool ourselves that this idea of going with the flow means I only experience good things. Now, when we think about it logically, that doesn't make sense, but it is an unconscious myth that we hold. When people say, oh, just go with the flow, it kind of means just go with the good stuff. 
you know? Like if you if you said to someone, go with the flow when they're in the middle of some kind of panic attack or rage, um, they wouldn't normally think you mean go deeper into it. But actually, that is what going with the flow is. Going with the flow is being fully available and present to whatever is in front of you. And that includes a panic attack and that includes rage and that includes grief and all of these emotions that for most of us, we tend to shy away from. So that's just setting the stage and how we, so how, how we do this is important because I had another question come in recently from someone when I suggested they do this, which was like, no, but you know, I've always been told it's not good to wallow in your emotions or to, to brood. Now, this is a, this is again, a misunderstanding when we are talking about emotions, we're not talking about the thoughts that attach to that emotion. So, if I said become more intimate with your emotions and let's say you are going through, for example, um, let's say you you start having a panic attack, right? So you start to have these sensations, perhaps everyone has slightly different panic attacks, but maybe it's a, a sensation of a tightening in the chest. You're noticing that you're starting to, to sweat. You're starting to feel cold. You're starting to have difficulty breathing. Let's just say these are these are the sensations that you're noticing. Uh, and then there's the thinking that goes with that, right? And the thinking could be anything. It could be triggered by something, but then pretty much, pretty quickly, you're going to get into this thought pattern, which is like, oh my God, now I'm having a panic attack. This could be dangerous. If you're driving a car, you might be going, oh my God, I'm going to crash. Um, if you're with a group of people, you're like, oh my God, I've got to get out of here. Those thoughts is not what I'm saying, get more intimate with, drop all of that. So the emotion itself does not have a thought attached to it. The thoughts that we attach to it is just our compulsive thought patterns that all come up to meet the emotion. And that's simply because we have developed certain connections between our emotions and our thinking patterns, and they get fused, and then we think it's the same thing. So Actually, part of becoming more familiar with your emotions is so that you can see that the emotion is separate from all the thinking stuff you have that going on around it. That's where the freedom and the space starts to appear when you can see that when you have a very strong emotion, if you don't attach thinking to it, it actually moves through your system and shifts and changes much more quickly. So there is no... Um, there is none of this wallowing that people worry about or indulging or staying trapped in the emotion. No, emotion is an expression of energy. So emotion wants to go out. It wants to come up and it wants to live and it wants to leave like, like a wave. It doesn't want to stick around. So the, the thinking patterns want to stick around. They're the ones that love to cycle, cycle, cycle. Think of me, think of me. But emotions, much less so. Emotions are really energetic movements through the body. And they tend to be a certain signal. They tend to be a symptom of something, for sure. Um, but once you start to get the hang of it, and once you see that the emotion is a unique entity, an energy entity of its own, it's not connected to thoughts, 
then that really gives you the freedom to start to explore the emotion without all the thinking. So back to the panic attack, you're having all of these sensations. Now, um, keeping yourself safe, if you are driving, it might be a good idea to go off to the side, find somewhere to park, but then just sit and experience the feelings and sensations and actual physical stuff that's going on and really move into it deeper. So noticing the heart, the heart palpitations, the cold sweats without any thoughts around it, just being with it, knowing it's going to pass at some point, it always does, right? But just allowing it to be there with curiosity and openness. So this is the sensations I'm feeling. Start to 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 get more curious about it. It's like, where is it in my body? How does it feel? What's what's the 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 movement of the energy as it comes through? Can I just let it out? Can I let it be there without needing it to go out? Letting it go out in its own time. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's five hours being okay with that. Like its movement is going to be its movement and you're just there willing and accepting to have it be present. That's it. If you have fear, the same thing. If you have anger, the same thing. Now, again, people will say to me, well, anger is not a good thing to have. Well, anger is not the problem. What you do with the anger is the problem. When you turn around, you start shouting at people or you start... Um, expressing that anger outwards and you dump it, you trauma dump it all over someone else. That's not cool, but that's not the anger. That's your thinking about the anger. You're thinking that the anger is caused by someone else. You're thinking that the anger is somebody else's fault. These are all thoughts. So the anger in and of itself is not a problem, but only if you allow yourself to really meet it and really experience it without having to project it out. See, projecting it out, yelling at somebody is not feeling your anger. That's actually getting rid of your anger. You're you're trying to dump it onto somebody else. So you're not willing, you really are not willing to look at it because if you were really willing to look at it, it would stay in your system, not suppressed. It would still come, it would still come out, but it would come out as an, as an energetic release, not as a vocal snipping at somebody else, yelling at someone else. That's not a release. That's a dumping. So that is a, uh, basically you're getting your anger and going, I don't want this. You have it. That's what you're doing. Now that is not what I'm talking about. So if we take the experience of anger, you notice, and you might go into your body and go, oh, I feel really fizzy. I feel really hot. I feel really like the heat is coming up into my face. I'm coming, I'm feeling it coming out of my cells. It's a really active energy. And you might actually, as you start to feel into it, you might be like, oh, this is quite, quite fun, actually. I mean, you don't know, right? Because you've probably never really sat and just been with it before and really dived into it and really just allowed it to be present without having to express it in some kind of forceful outpouring all over somebody else. It's just an energy that comes up. You feel it. You quietly allow it to do whatever it's doing through your body. Um, If there are words that are coming out, so be it. Those words are coming out as well. Uh, But oftentimes, once you really start to get... um, 
more intimate with your anger, you'll probably find that the even the words that come out will be a bit different and they will be more um they will be more personally relevant to you and less spilling or spitting all over somebody else. Um, the same with fear. You know, once you start to really get used to being able to sit with fear, it can be kind of cold, right? As an emotion, it can be cold, it can be shaky, it can be shivery. And you just you just sit with that. And then actually it can be quite curious to kind of start wondering, well, okay, so that's a certain sensation. What does happiness feel like? What does joy feel like? Isn't that also a kind of like happiness is a warm, glowy feeling that starts at the heart center and then moves up, maybe. I mean, that's how I feel it. It's just kind of like this inner smiling that happens. It's a very warm and and nurturing kind of feeling, right? But actually, sometimes anxiety can also be kind of, it's often I, I, I call anxiety um, uh, excitement without breathing. It's like... <laughs> You just stop breathing. But actually excitement and anxiety have a lot of very similar elements. Butterflies in the stomach, uh, frizzy, frizzy kind of jumpy kind of feeling. Um, and, and so there are a lot of similarities in sensations that you start to notice when you really get comfortable with just allowing that expression in your body. So when I, when I, encourage people to get more familiar with their emotions. I'm not talking about all the thought baggage that goes with it. I'm saying drop all the thought baggage just for that time that you are being intimate with your emotions. Just allow the emotions to be purely emotions. If you notice you're starting to go into your head, I'm angry because of this. I'm angry because of that. I'm fearful because of this. I'm fearful because of that. That's just, that's not where we're looking. That's just back into the thoughts. So the thoughts will keep you wrapped plus the emotion. And those two are very powerful partners, right? You can stay in that for decades, just ruminating, ruminating, ruminating. So that's not where we want to go because then you're right. Then the really sitting with emotion when you've got all these thoughts that come with it is really not helpful because it gets you nowhere. Like that's just that's just the game that the mind plays to keep you engaged with all of your hamster wheel running round and round in circles, because you can stay there for decades. There's, there's no, there's no way you can break that. But if you start to separate the emotions with the thoughts, now you start to really make some progress because you can start to feel the emotions um, for, and have them stand on their own as a, as their own uh, energy, as their own energy form. And, and this is a really powerful part of personal growth when we can start to see, okay, I'm not my thinking because I can look at my thinking and I can see that I'm still there, whether the thinking changes or not, I'm still the same in a sense. And the same for my emotions. Like once you start to really investigate emotions, you'll see these are just passing weather storms and they come through and they pass even happiness right it comes it goes joy comes and goes none of this is is worth hanging on to because it passes it all passes like literally like the weather so we're not any of that and obviously we can experience different aspects of that that's part of our humanity that's part of our experience on this planet it's kind of what makes things juicy 
isn't it? The fact that we can experience this enormous range and breadth of emotional states, um, but none of them are particularly good or bad. And none of them are particularly, well, I obviously you have preferences. I have preferences. I much prefer the, the softer, warmer, cuddly ones than the more agitating kind of like, rah. but when they come, they come too. And it's okay. You know, it's okay because it too will run through the system. And I don't necessarily have to come up with some kind of answer. I don't have to have any kind of definition for what they are. They're just simply sensations. I sit with them, I allow them to be, and then they kind of dissipate. But I'm not sitting there in the hope that they will go away. And and this can often be another little trap. Okay, I'm going to sit and I'm going to be with my emotions so they bugger off. That's There's an agenda behind that. And it's not the same as being fully open and fully available for the expression of the emotion to really be seen, to really be heard, to really be accepted, and therefore to integrate. And whether that integration is to come up and dissipate, or whether it's to come up, be acknowledged, and then, you know, integrate. I mean, we don't know what's happening with the emotion, right? Sometimes it feels like it's dissipating. Sometimes it feels like it just literally settles back down again. Um, but it's more around this, this idea of understanding what sitting with emotions actually means. Um, and it doesn't mean getting entangled with thought because thought will always have some merry story, some blame game, some you're angry because this person said that and you're upset because this person did this to you. And that's that's just an ongoing blah, cycle, cycle, cycle. Um, and of course, oftentimes there might need to be a boundary put in place. Someone may have crossed over your boundaries. Um, there may be a certain reason why you're fearing something. So I'm not, I'm not saying none of this stuff is real. I'm just saying that just make sure you have some clarity around it and make sure you have some familiarity around it so that you're not constantly trying to deflect and avoid and push down and ignore all of these emotional states. Because otherwise you expend a huge amount of energy just trying not to feel these very natural emotions that come up for all of us from time to time. Um, so hopefully that was kind of helpful and um, gives you some some more clear kind of direction when you're when you're hitting a difficult emotion um, and just really giving yourself permission to 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 be with it, um, but making the distinction that that is not the same as being with the thinking that goes with the emotion. Uh, that is a separate thing, like inquiring into your thinking habits and breaking some of the patterns of your thinking habits and challenging your thinking habits and all these things we talk about in other videos. There's lots of other techniques you can use for this. I'm specifically talking about getting more uh, familiar with your emotional landscape. And the reason for doing that is so that with familiarity comes less fear. And so when these, these strong emotions come up, you feel ready, you feel able, you feel resilient, you feel capable 
of dealing with whatever comes out up without having to go into a mad, fearful panic. How do I get rid of this? How do I make myself feel better? How do I deflect? How do I ignore blah, 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 which puts you in a very disempowered position because you're constantly then running from your shadow. I mean, this is just shadow work, right? You're just constantly running from it. So there's really no freedom just to allow yourself to be. And there's there's no freedom that allows you to be open to whatever life is giving you. You can't meet life. You can't, you can't really be in flow then because you can only be in flow when good stuff's happening. If if difficult emotions are happening, then you're miles away from flow. But flow is this feeling of, of constantly being being in the juicy bit, you know, in, in the right part of your life. And that includes the bad stuff, right? Being in your life when you're on the floor in tears, being in your life when you're in, in you know, raging and angry. I mean, these, these things, this is all part of life. Nothing's gone wrong here. So really starting to to see that and starting to invite that and and being more open to it will give you a huge amount of freedom just being able to do that. And, you, and you'll stop running from yourself, which is super, super cool when that happens. It's like, ah, you just stop running from your shadow. <laughs> just kind of, kind of ridiculous. So there we go. I hope that was helpful and thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Bye.